Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello, my fine, fine friends. Welcome to another very special Emergency Questions compilation in which I collate, with the help of Ben Evans, not that one, and the help of Kathleen McKeegan, that one, from Rahalastapur.com. We collate some of the funniest answers to some of the common, more common emergency questions, the ones you love, the ones I've asked loads of times, the ones I love. Uh, And it makes a very funny show that I think could go out on Channel 5. I think it's that good. And if you don't think so, uh, just turn around, Buster. Go and listen to Off Menu or something. No, don't. Stay here and listen to this. Or just leave it on. You don't have to listen. Anyway, um, we've had some fun so far. And it's really nice to listen back to these interviews. And it's really interesting, I think, to hear the different answers you get each time. It's, it, it's a, like a clip show. Uh, in many ways. You will have heard most of these before, though occasionally we put in ones from the backstage interviews that you'll only have heard if you're uh, with ACAS Plus or a Badger, which you can join any time you want, but us to put ACAS Plus, uh, gofasterstripe.com slash badges. Uh, you can put in a little bit of money and help us 
make more content like this very thing. Not that this really costs much money, although it costs Ben Evans has to spend all his time putting it together. He's a, he works very hard. He's a good lad. Anyway, let's find out what this week's emergency question is, this month's emergency question is as well, by spinning the big roulette wheel of emergency questions. Here it comes. Oh, it's spinning round. Listen to it. Ooh, yes. Hmm. There it goes. And it's landed. And uh, basically the question's this one, which is really one of my favourites. I love this one and I have kept asking it for a long time. It's if all the museums and the art galleries in the world got together, they said they loved your work uh, and they were prepared to let you take one thing home from any art gallery museum in the world. You could choose what would that thing be. And let's go to the very first time I asked this. It was in Edinburgh. I'd just been to the museum in Edinburgh. You'll find out what what sparked this question off as I talked to the magnificent Spencer Jones. Oh, this is a question I thought of yesterday because I, I'm, I'm, I love coming to Edinburgh and I've hardly ever done it, but I like to go and see the, Lewis, the Isle of Lewis Chessman in the National Museum, gallery, whatever it is. Right. And I would quite like to take some of those home with me. And keep them. And someone found one in a drawer. Did you see that? Someone found a Lewis Chessman in their drawer that had been there for 50 years. You know the Lewis Chessman? You must do. You're from I, Scotland. I don't know it's that, the best. Yeah. Well, they were discovered in the Orkneys or somewhere like that. Forgive my ignorance. Uh, the Isle of Lewis, probably. Uh, and um, <laughs> thinking about it. And. Uh, <laughs> and they're just this really sort of slightly comic but quite cool chess set from Viking times. Yeah. I would like to ha- own one of those. If you could take one item from any museum or art gallery and you're allowed to take it home with you in the world... Oh, crikey. They just said you're allowed to have I've not one been to thing. enough. I've not been to enough to give you an answer. No, is what there anything be... that you're... Is there a painting? Because like, it's like not necessarily it has to be the most valuable thing. Yeah. It could be. Oh, God. Richard, is there um... anything you fancy having in your house? <laughs> I saw a nice Van Gogh the other day that I'd never seen before. I thought I'd like that. That's not one of the main ones. They, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't miss that. It's probably cheaper than the others. Yeah, one of his so early I'm looking, works. I'm looking to see how much that is. <laughs> It was a bit out of my price range. Um, oh god, what would I like? So maybe something from the, something to do with the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Maybe quite good to have John Lennon's that piano he played. And imagine that'd be pretty good. <laughs> it would be pretty yeah, good. but never play Imagine on it. <laughs> just, just chopsticks. <laughs> Put videos online just to annoy people. Yeah, he should have done that as a version. Imagine you had my piano. It would be pretty cool. <laughs> It's a lovely question, this, because the whole world is your oyster and you'll get usually very different answers. Sometimes it's difficult with an emergency question to find one that won't just come up with the same jokes. Often people find the same funny answer. They do a little occasionally with this one. But you also find out a lot about the person. It's a difficult question to answer. People won't have really thought about it. But then when they come up with an answer, it will be something very specific that tells you a lot about them, as we learned from Spencer there. And we're about to learn a lot more about the wonderful Amy Gledhill. I'll ask you this, this was a more recent one as well, which is if all the museums and art galleries, and I say that, I've been doing this one for ages, but I love this one. Um, if all the museums and art galleries in the world got together and said, we love you and your stuff, Amy, you can have one thing from all, the, from all of our museums and art galleries to keep, and you can take it home and it's yours. What art, piece of art or historical artefact or whatever would you like to have? Oh. Could be someone from the York Dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be or it could be the Mona Lisa, it could be whatever you want. Do you know what I really love? Um and I've seen it, well it's a replica, but I've seen it twice and I get really emotional about it and I don't know why. 
especially when I tell you what it is. So there's um, Duchamp. Do you know? Uh, he's like a Dadaist, which I don't know much about. But I found out that he was making these things called ready-mades, and he got a urinal, a toilet urinal, and signed it, and was like, "That's art." And uh, I think that's amazing because it's like. <laughs> Big finger up to a lot of things there, Duchamp. And I've seen it in, in San Francisco, and I saw it... Um, it's, it's in the Tate now. And I just love that it's it's just a urinal. Mm-hmm. I think that's dead cool. And for my degree, because my mum doesn't think art's for her, any art, um, I made her... For my final piece, I made my mum sit on a bench and eat some fish and chips. I was like, you don't have to do anything, and you can be the art mum, you can do it. And my examiners came and had to just watch my mum eating some fish and chips on a bench. And like, I really thought, you know, like, when I was at uni, I was just like, this is so cool. This is mind-bending. And as soon as it was happening, I was like, what have I done? What have I done? And then my mum got the giggles, and she couldn't stop laughing and there was just, like, fish coming out. <laughs> and she she always has, like, a bit of... Ki- <laughs> My mum's great. But she always has a bit of kitchen roll in her sleeve, do you know, like, just in case. And she was, like, absolutely, like, wetting herself. And she's getting this kitchen roll out, like, spitting fish into it. And... <laughs> My examiners, like three of them, <laughs> stood just like watching this thing happening and they don't know what it's meant to be. But, yeah, um, I think I did pass, but <laughs> only like just. But my point was like, oh, anything can be art, Mum. She was like, no. And I was like, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I'll just leave it to the other people. <laughs> you could have had anything. You've just chosen to have a urine. I can give you, I can buy you a urinal. Can you? Yeah, I can send you a, what kind of urine do you want? Do you want the ones that's just like a, a little sort of oval egg on the wall? Yeah, this one's quite a, a curvy one. Yeah, just one that sort of sits halfway up the wall. Yeah. Because there's the trough type you can have. That's a bit expensive. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, I'll sort you out one Could of those. Could you? Yeah, I'll sign it for you. Would you? <laughs> I'd love that. Okay. Inst- Would you take that instead of a fee? Instead of a mug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I absolutely okay. would. Um, and urinal cakes is yeah. something I've only just learned about. Yeah, they're great. They sound delicious. They do sound good. <laughs> so I'm not totally scrumptious. I think one of the mad... We, Peter Bainham used to do mad thoughts when we do, used to do Lee and Herring and on the radio. And I think one of the ones I came up with was the idea that, of eating one of the urinal cakes. That every no. time I go to the urinal, you think about eating one of those urinal cakes. Because <laughs> they look like they might be nice, but they're also covered in wee. So you're aware, and you know, that you know they're probably not, don't taste good. Even if you ate one from the packet, I mean. <laughs> but once a lot of men have weed on it. Yeah. Who'd have thought we'd go, go into the gutter like that after such a... For all the art... And I'd forgotten that I owe Amy Gledhill a urinal. I don't know if we paid her in the end, so maybe I should just send it anyway. She'll probably have forgotten to. It'll be very confusing. Uh, But look again, what a a terrific answer that was. And it led us to some very interesting places. Uh, I remember this next one. This was uh, Jenny Eclair on tour. And she came up to Leicester, I believe, uh, to talk to me. Uh, And let's see what her answer. She's a woman who's a very good artist herself. So let's see what... What art, artist or artefact she has chosen. And I'll ask you this emergency question as well, which we may have touched on this a little bit, but this is a new emergency question I like asking. If you could 
Take one item home with you from any art gallery or museum in the world and you're allowed to keep it and it's yours. I think you'll have a good answer to this question. What art, piece of art or artefact or anything from any museum or art gallery would you like to possess? God, that's really, really hard. I've seen mm. so much good stuff. Um, and uh, I live with someone who collects. Yes, I mean, I've not on a sort I've of, seen you know... Hmm, hmm. Um, am I going to go... Uh, listen, I live in south-east London. Yeah. So we've got to be a bit careful. <laughs> uh, you know, and I've got... I live in mostly a glass house. People yeah. can see in. So really, I need something quite small... Okay. ...that I can hide in the toilet, because yeah. otherwise they'll all be in. <laughs> um, oh, God, that is really... Um, ooh, uh, who do I... Hmm... Oh, can I come back to... No, I've got to think of something on the spot. No, they can take some time. The bones okay, of King Okay, I'll King have something in my garden. I'll have, I'll have a Henry Moore in my garden. Okay. Okay, because they're heavy, right? You've got a big fuck-off Henry Moore. And they can't carry them out. No. Not the little junkies that live around me. <laughs> they can't. Um, so I'll have that in my back garden. Okay. And then I will have... Hmm... There is a really beautiful piece that I'd have in my spare room. I'm going to have something for every room, I think. Okay. <laughs> I mean, a piece technically, it's only one, but you can steal some more while you're in there. Uh, there's a piece by Sam Taylor Wood, and it's a piece of uh, film. It's an installation, and it's David Beckham sleeping. Okay. It's, re- it's really lovely. It's really yeah, beautiful. And I don't really like installation art much, but I sometimes do. When I do, I really like it. Do you remember there was one with Tind- Tilda Swinton? Do you remember when Tilda Swinton... Do you, remember, do you know Tilda Swinton? She's an actress. She's, I base my whole look on her, and I can't quite do it. She's very, very elegant, proper actress. Anyway, she did this installation, I can't remember who it was for, where she lay in a glass box, like um, Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like in a casket. Yeah. And it was in the, at the Serpentine Gallery. Okay. I remember going to see that, and there was a lid on it, and I just thought, I wonder if Tilda's been farting, and I just lifted the <laughs> Farting. Yeah. Box, yeah. I mean, you'd think you were safe, wouldn't you? That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, you would. So you'd like Tilda Swinton in a box in your house? <laughs> no, no. I, I like so many different things. I mean, you know, there are a few things that you... you I mean, I love a Hockney. Uh, you yeah. know, I mean, we all... I think the great thing about having a Hockney is if you had a bigger splash on your wall, nobody would know it was the real thing. Everyone would think you got it from Athena Posters. <laughs> so nobody would nick it. That'd okay. be fine. Yeah, okay. I mean, okay. I think in this fantasy world, you don't have to worry about someone stealing it. Okay, okay. Well, then, um, I've got a Tracy M in. Um, it's my bed. <laughs> it's a homage every day. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> no, there's so many, so many. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, you know, the old man, he drags him around to an art gallery most weeks. Yeah, I knew Jenny would be good value on that one. And look, it's not necessarily the funniest of answers to this one, but boy, are we learning some great stuff. And it's really interesting to hear about these people's different tastes and and the thing that you would take. I mean, I do love those Lewis Chessmen. I do want those. Um, I think that's still my answer, but I do see stuff every now and again. Usually for me, it's historical artefacts. I'll probably start talking about them in some of the answers ahead, so I won't say any more just in case it's coming up uh next up this was a remote chat with someone i've chatted to a few times or a couple of times at least i can't believe we get people of this caliber on my podcast it's the wonderful fantastic david cross 
If you could, um, if you all the world's museums and art galleries got together and said we would like to give David Cross <laughs> one item because we love his work so much. We loved him in The Chipmunks and we loved him in Mr. Show. We loved everything he's done. All right. So the, uh, this what, is obviously the can... Uffizi Gallery um, and the... Yeah, and the National Portrait Gallery. Okay, so those two got together. You can, take, you can take any art gallery, any museum, and they'll give you one painting or artifact or whatever you want from any uh, art gallery or museum. Which would what? What would you have? Uh, I'm going to mispronounce it, but the at the huge museum in Istanbul, the Top Top whatever. I've been there. Huge, beautiful museum, and in a room. A tiny, tiny box. Uh, I know you can't see this if you're listening at home, but it's roughly the, oh gosh. I mean, let's say it's like two inches by an inch. Velvet um, wood panel with, you know, gold inlay and things like that. Uh, and it and the little thing that, uh, that describes it, tiny little piece of paper. This is under like heavy plexiglass in a guarded room uh, and I'm paraphrasing it, but within this <laughs> blessed box lies a hair from the prophet Muhammad. It's not open. It wasn't open. It was just a closed box. Okay. And you're just supposed to take it on good faith that there's a <laughs> hair. I don't know which yeah. hair, what, where it came from, what part of the body, but a uh, hair from the, Prophet Muhammad was in that box. <laughs> Beautiful box. Beautiful box. Yeah. But no, so not even a photograph of the hair next to the box. Not, <laughs> they didn't, it was just a closed box. And it's a beautiful museum. It's really, it's like their main uh, 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 museum. It's, it's, uh, and there you go. Uh, that's the thing I would want. I would want that's, the box okay. that supposedly. Has... And would you would you look or would you not look? Would you keep it? Oh, would Schrodinger's keep, cat, would man. Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> okay. I can't look or it won't be there. Okay. If I look, it won't be there. Well, that's a that's a, a terrific answer. I don't think we'll get that one again. So that's it's nice to get an individual answer. What did I tell you? This is just so fascinating. Uh, it's terrifying. David Cross always a little bit terrified about what he might say next. That's why I love him. And uh, but what a beautiful, poetic, fantastic answer that was. Let's see what Lauren Patterson had to say on her first appearance at the in the one of the Edinburgh Fringe podcasts. I love this comedian. She's fantastic. If you uh, could take any one item from any art gallery or museum in the world and have it for yourself and take it home and keep it. Which painting or item from a museum would you like to have? I would want to take just the whole gift shop. Right. <laughs> how good would that be? Well, so you could run it from your home? Run it just, from yeah. your house? That's how I'm going to get a mortgage. Because <laughs> then every time someone comes to visit, I'd be like, do you want a pencil? <laughs> do you want and a... then a very overpriced pencil as well. Yeah. I think but that there's, it's sort of, it's, there's a lot of these sort of scams in the world. I and mean, we're mm-hmm. one of the scams, which is being a comedian and make people pay to come and see us. That's quite <laughs> a good scam. Uh, but there's lots of places that kind of that have that markup. Then, if you're on holiday, you're allowed to mark up yeah. the price of everything. If you run a gift shop in a museum, you're allowed to sort of mark up the price, mm-hmm. and you sort of you feel 
and the customer feels they should buy something, I suppose. Yeah, because they're like, well, I've not appreciated any of the art. (laughs) (laughs) But if I buy a postcard of the most visually appealing piece of art I didn't understand, then I'm still smart. Yeah. (laughs) Especially if you've got the gift shop, you've got all the posters as well, so if you fancy any of the posts, the pictures, you can put them up. (laughs) Because you don't really need the original one. No. But it'd be nice to have the original one, wouldn't it? Just a bit of security, Van Gogh up there. So bad with art. I remember going to the... Is it the Picasso Museum? It could be. Um, that is one of them. Where is he? Which bit of the world? Barcelona? Yeah, that, that, that sounds the right about one? right, yeah. Yeah, and I walked in and I was like, I'm going to have a day in an art gallery. I'm so cultured. I did the whole thing in about three minutes. Yeah. And then I felt really bad. I was like, I don't think I've looked at the art enough. So then I did another lap, but then people were just looking at us like, she's already done a lap. And I was like, now do I look like I like the art too much? And I think I, I, think I did just go to the gift shop. I yeah. was like, no... Oh, it isn't for me. Yeah. It's good. I, well, I agree with you, really. I think it's... Uh, you, are, you do feel like you're beholden to go in and get some... But occasionally you'll find one and go, I like... You know, I kind of like something about that. Yeah. I like ones of the sea. Okay. Ones of, like, the beach. I'm like, that's yeah. nice. Okay. That's pretty. Any one of the Tyne Bridge, because I'm from the northeast, so it's, like, that classic thing where as soon as I see anything with the Tyne Bridge on... I just like rip off my shirt and stop bleeding black and white, even if I, <laughs> even if I haven't been home in like five years. I'm like, I'm so northern. <laughs> Absolutely terrific. Do check out Lauren if you get a chance. And also at the Edinburgh Fringe, I asked this question to most people at the Edinburgh Fringe. I think this the year I thought it up. Uh, this is another absolutely brilliant comedian with a fantastic mind, Rob Orton. If you could take one item from any museum or art gallery uh, and take it home with you, you they said you can have one thing out of any museum or art gallery and it's yours, Mm. which one item from all the world's museums and art galleries would you take home and have at your house? Probably the Haywain by Constable. Yeah, nice. Just because I go to to the National Gallery quite a lot in London because you can go to the toilet. <laughs> and, um, but also, it's got a really um, comfy sofa in front of the hayway. Yeah. And it's like real old leather, and I just sit there. And, yeah, it's a great painting, that. Yeah. Maybe you should take the sofa, though. If it's the sofa. Yeah. You <laughs> I, like. I like the sofa, yeah. <laughs> Toss up between the uh, sofa and the toilet. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, this next one comes from one of the lockdown remote podcasts. Um, most people choosing art, I notice at the moment. I wonder if that will change. And we'll get anything like museum artefacts. I mean, I suppose the Lewis Chessman are a bit of both. Um, well, it's been a lot of fun so far, hasn't it? Now it is time for something that's even more fun than the show. Our wonderful adverts from our sponsors. Back soon. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thanks very much. We're back with more amazing emergency questions, compilations. This is fantastic satirist, brilliant actor. Uh, He's still uh, hitting the top of his game on uh, the social media with his brilliant videos. It's Michael Spicer. Um, And if you could have any one item from any museum or art gallery in the world, you're allowed to take it home and keep it. Anything, anywhere in the world. It can be a historical artifact. It can just be a thing. It can be a painting. It can be a sculpture. You're allowed to keep it. Which one thing are you going to take from any museum in the world and have? Uh, Sunflowers. I'd take Van Gogh's sunflowers. But you did loads of those. Uh, which one? I, which one do you want? I, well, I'd, I'd, I'd pick. I'd pick the one that my dad has spent his entire life recreating. Okay. Mm. With with paint or with sunflowers? Has he? How does your dad recreate? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Yes. No. He uh, uh, he uh, paints. He basically paints perfect. Right. Uh, recreations of Van Gogh pictures and the sunflowers is like up there. Okay. I mean, that's slightly insulting to your dad that you've taken Van Gogh's sunflowers when you could just have taken one of your dad's copies of the sunflowers if they're any yeah, good. Yeah, but I feel like that I feel like uh, you know he's a very moral, upstanding man. But I'm sure yeah. if I said I got the real one in the back of my Suzuki, <laughs> would you like to come and see it? He'd be probably going, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But make sure and you then- take it back. So. Yeah, is it yeah. your dad's version of the sunflowers good? Would you say, or do they? Are they? Yeah, it's 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 absolutely incredible. Are they as he's good a, as he is? Uh, um, I mean, he's retired now. He's eighty six. Yeah, that's uh, impressive. Yes, um, and he uh, was a greengrocer in Dagenham his entire you know entire working life. But the whole time I was growing up, there would just be these massive, massive uh, pic, uh, Van Gogh pictures in our tiny flat. And um, yeah, they're just they're just absolutely amazing. So that was the first thing I thought of. Did you ever consider saying to your dad, "Why don't you paint something that's your own idea, mate? Stop copying Van Gogh." <laughs> uh, well, first of all, do I'd a picture call... of some. What I'd never call my dad mate for a start. <laughs> Would you call your dad mate? No, but you know, he's a, he's a, it wouldn't suit. No one calls my dad mate. No. no. Um, uh, he does do it from time to time, but I would never say, you know what, give that thing off, knock it on the head. Do you want me to give him a ring and say, I've heard about the sunflowers and I just think, move on, That's it's been covered um, by someone else? Uh, no, I wouldn't no. advise you to talk to my dad, no, I wouldn't <laughs> advise you to do that at all. Okay, just if you want me to help. If he's a greengrocer, why don't he could do different uh, vegetables and stuff? That's why I'd say do some sprouts. Uh, because he hated being a greengrocer. (laughs) 
Yeah, sorry, I won't. I, I've, I've thought it through, and I think ringing your dad to, to accuse, accuse him of uh, copying Van Gogh and moving on to Sprouts. Yeah, probably not going to do it. You know, we never sold these paintings. Never sold them. We just gave them. Who's yeah. that? Your dad or Van? Gogh. Is that your dad or Van Gogh? Van, Van Gogh sold more paintings than my than dad your dad did of right. Van Gogh paintings. Yeah. Mm. Oh man, I remember that now. That was. <laughs> Uh, you know, look, I listen back to these, and I think, look, my guests are very funny, but uh, I'm sometimes surprised when I when I let go. I'm sometimes surprised at how funny or cheeky or wrong I am. I remember slightly worrying about that bit after <laughs> after we recorded it, but Michael took it in good heart, and I apologise uh, to his dad if his dad is listening. Uh, carry on painting sunflowers, mate, and we got a nice bit of information about Michael's dad there that we wouldn't have got without us. That's when emergency questions are at their utmost. Uh, another brilliant interview from uh, remote times, from those awful lost years. Uh, I did interview her live after this, but I was delighted to even talk to her online, and she's such a funny and interesting woman. And, you know, uh, the woman of my dreams in many ways. It's the fabulous Annika Rice. What would she like from a museum or an art gallery? I don't remember. Let's let me find out with you now. If all the world's art galleries and museums got together and said, "We we love you, Annika. We love all the charity work you've done and all your TV shows," and we decided to gift you one item from any museum or art gallery in the world that you can keep, is there a work of art or a, an artifact that you would like to have in your house? Suddenly, we seem to have gone quite highbrow. I thought I thought I'd end highbrow after Slightly all the pedo jokes. Me. Well, I think I would have one of Rodin's sculptures. Okay, that's nice. Is there a, is there a particular one you uh, like? No, but I have <laughs> got. I can put. I, if I could just go in that room, I could bring you this beautiful book I got of all his line drawings and sculptures. Sure. And I, I just love the en- his energy. It's good. I went highbrow at the end of the interview with Annika, so she didn't just think I was a gutter merchant, merchant or merchant. A gutter emergent. That's what she thought I was. Let's find out what Ardlo Hanlon has to say about this this issue, this very important issue. If all the art galleries and museums in the world said, we love My Hero, it's our favourite show, <laughs> and we'd like to give you one, <laughs> we'd like to give you one, or any of your work, then we'd like to give you one item from any museum or art gallery in the world and you can take it home and have it, what would you like to have? Oh, mm. what would I like to have from any art gallery in the any world? Any art gallery or museum. It can be an artefact, it can be a painting, it can be a sculpture. Oh, um, it could be a, a Picasso or anything. It could be Picasso. Could it? Yeah, it could be anything. Uh, I would probably take something like uh, the Edward Munch okay. work, The Scream or something like that. I actually, my, the wallpaper on my phone is another Edward Munch painting of people on, on, a, on a key on a, okay. in a in a little port. He should have put the screen bloke in it, shouldn't it? That's yeah. what if I'd been Edvard Munch, I'd have put that screen bloke in everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what That's what that was but, his uh, that was his gimmick. He should have stuck with that. Whatever yeah. he's drawing, that bloke should have been in the corner somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that was the successful yeah. one. Uh, or of or of a van a van Gogh. Yeah. Which which van Gogh would you like? Um well any, any of them. Uh, yeah, any of them fussy. <laughs> Good. My hero. I'm a cheeky fuck, I have to say. Um, Back to the Edinburgh Fringe, where I talked to the brilliant Australian comedian, storyteller, intellectual, podcaster, 
incredible lion-faced woman. Uh, it's Alice Fraser. All right, I, like, I, bet, I bet you've got a good answer to the museum art gallery question. If you could have one item from any art gallery or museum that's yours and you can take it home and keep it in the whole world, which Ooh. item would you take to own? To own, yeah. not to sell on? You can sell on, it's yours, and then you can do what you like with it. Oh, I, look, if it was just to enjoy for myself, yeah. uh, there's a, there used to be an incredible installation at the Melbourne Art Gallery that was just a pool, sort of turquoise bottom, and it had uh, just cheap bowls floating in it and a convection current that banged them against each other with this sort of beautiful gong noise, and I used to just go and sit there, and it was like so relaxing okay. and so nice. I'd have that. I reckon you could knock one of those up in your own house. Probably, but I am desperately lazy. So uh, that or, you know, some sort of fancy crown. (laughs) A crown would be a good choice. I haven't thought of a crown. There's lots of stuff at the Tower of London that would be really cool to take. One of those colonially thieved diamonds that are the size of your fist. Yeah, that would be quite nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, just a little nest egg to fall back on. Yeah. Imagine owning like a, a thousand of those. I mean, imagine owning all of the crown jewels. And just think, I've still got that there. They could do, why don't they I just sell the, the crown? I imagine the that all the time. Why don't they just sell like a couple of the crown jewels and then we could sort out all the rest of the country? Yes, they could do that. Yeah. But they won't. Why don't they just sell a couple of palaces and a couple of the crown jewels? A couple of the. <laughs> Why don't we just crown. dismantle the monarchy and redistribute the wealth? There's people in America. Just who set pay up a little pay. guillotine in Trafalgar Square. Just a, just a little uh, one. I'm just putting the idea out there. It doesn't seem fair. They've got all that stuff. Not, not even big enough for heads. Just a circumcision guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'd take the stone of Scudden and I'd put it in my chair at home, under my chair, and sit on it. That's, where I, that's what I would do. Yeah. See, you know, it goes from art gallery to insurrection. It's an incredible thing. Uh, Also from Edinburgh, let's talk to the very talented uh, George Egg. He can make, he can cook with any item. He makes incredible food. Do catch his show if you get the chance. Let's see what he would like from an art gallery or museum. If you could have one item from any art gallery or museum and you could take it home and keep it that's in any art gallery or museum in the world, is there a painting or a an artefact you would like to own? Uh, well, no. What I would like are... There's the, the benches in the Tate Modern. Okay. I really like those. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a philistine when it comes to art. My brother is a painter, yeah. and, and we, you know, we kind of... You know, we, we, we don't meet in, in our <laughs> opinions. So I've said to him before, I, I really like graphics and, and uh, you know, lettering and all that kind of thing. And um, so when he, was, he said to me once, you know... You know, if you could have any Picasso, what would you what would you have? And I said, I would, if it, if money weren't an issue, I would rather have a really good poster of a Picasso exhibition <laughs> than an actual Picasso because I like the aesthetic of all that. And he was furious. <laughs> but when I go to art galleries, I'm more interested in oh, I love what they've done with the floor and I love yeah. the hinges and the the lights <laughs> on the you know on the the, the handrails in the Tate and other yeah. things. So and there's these benches which I don't know if they're still there, but I remember they were they were oak. And they, uh, they were slightly sort of curved like that. And then they got slots cut in them. And the slots were filled with a very slightly um, sort of soft resin. Okay. So that when you sat on them, there was a little bit of give. Okay. And they looked beautiful, like sort of armadillos 
yeah. back kind of thing. And so there must come like a point where they, you know, chuck, there's just a skip out the back and they're chucking those out. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. You just hang around back there. <laughs> with my van. <laughs> if anyone works there and has, knows if there's one of those, can you yes. send it to George? I'd like one, at least one. <laughs> I think that, that seems fair enough. You know, you, that's, a, that's realistic as well. You could get one of those. Yeah. I mean, you could make one of those probably if, you, put, you, if you set your mind to it. I like the idea of nicking one, yeah. like in the Thomas Crown affair, but rather than nicking a painting, nicking... Some furniture. I do. I like that. They're not going to be covered by the cameras, are they? <laughs> well, occasionally, like in, a, in an art gallery, there'll be like an unusual door or fire escape sign or something. You start to wonder. Oh, is yeah. modern art is that part of the? Is that yes, part of the museum? Much, yeah, someone's got a Christmas bag. Everyone going, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and I like that's what I that's when I like. I like art when it fucks up your head and make, hmm. which is why I think I like comedy because you leave a comedy gig and everything's been slightly twisted yeah. and leaves you thinking about stuff differently and I don't I gen- generally don't get much out of art but if, if I've gone to some art I really like you come out and you're looking at the world and everything seems weird yeah oh yeah no I don't hate all art no. but but I'm more excited by yeah the, but I, I, like, I agree the bench is more useful isn't it yeah the, though if you had a Picasso you could probably buy as many benches yes well that's the thing if it's the money issue <laughs> if, if, it's, if it's about money I would like just whatever's the most expensive yeah. but that I could resell yeah Okay, the roof of the Sistine Chapel <laughs> taken down, stuck on your own bedroom. <laughs> the brilliant George Egg. Um, Fern Brady, absolutely one of my favourite guests I've had. Um, this is from the Edinburgh Fringe. I think this might have been her very first appearance on the podcast. She's been on a, another couple of times. Uh, her, her autobiography is astonishing. You must buy it. You must go and see it live if you get the chance. Uh, she is really one of a kind and fantastic. But what would you like from the Art Gallery Museum? Only she can tell us. Let's listen. If you could take one item from any museum or art gallery in the world and take it home and keep it and it's yours, you're allowed one thing from any museum or art gallery, What would, is there something you would like to have? Yeah, probably a stuffed tiger. <laughs> 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 to be, as I said, a piece for my living room. Yeah, you could probably buy that on eBay. All right, enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably that. Still that stuffed tiger? Yeah. I'd quite like a dinosaur, if we were going to go that, down the natural history route. Quite like, a, you know, the, the skeleton. I'm not expecting a real Jurassic Park thing going on. <laughs> I'll tell you what I would love... Yeah. Oh my God! When they have um, preserved bodies of saints. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Like one of those. Oh, I love that stuff. Or what's that? Um, what's that village where every year they dig up their dead relatives and walk them around the town? <laughs> I don't know what village that is. Is that in Scotland? <laughs> is that in Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this is real. It's. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's somewhere in India or, or, or something. Basically, like, every year, they dig up their dead grandparents, change their clothes, okay. have a chat with them, nice. and walk them around the town in a parade. Wow. It's so cool. You should look at it. It does look. It's a bit like Coco, the Disney film. Oh, I haven't seen so that they're, film. they're actually dead people coming back from the other side. But, yeah, it's well, interesting. <laughs> I did not know about that. I love how some people really have to struggle to come up with an answer and some people just come out bang and a stuffed tiger coming out immediately, then all the other stuff afterwards. Come on. This is why Fern is a genius. Uh, It's fantastic. Uh, And uh, the next guest is someone I I admire very much. I admire her mother even more. Uh, It's the wonderful Sophie Ellis-Bexter. If you could, um, if all the world's museum and art galleries got together, which they might do by the sound of mm-hmm. your life, 
because you've already been in Game of Thrones. You just have to say, I want to be in Game of Thrones, and I am. Um, <laughs> and they said, we love your work. We love Murder on the Dance Floor so much. We'd like to give you one item from all the, any of the Museum or Art Gallery in the world for you to keep. What would you like to have? Oh, really? Yeah. Which, what... That is cool. Yeah, what would you like? Oh, wow. I mean, there's so many things that would be really beautiful, but actually the thing that's really popped into my head is that um, amazing painting of the um, Lady Jane Grey in the National Gallery, oh, which yeah. I don't know if... I mean, it's an unusual one to want to look at every day. It is. But, but it's I do nice love one. the painting. What do you love? We were talking that? about it the other day, so that's probably why it's fresh in my mind. Okay. You must know the one I'm talking about. Do you wear it? I think it was painted in the late 1800s. Right. But it's of, um, yeah, the 11-day queen. So she's only 16, and she's got her blindfold on, and there's the guy waiting with the axe and she's trying to find the block and it's but it's oh, it's yes. really huge and it's quite it's one of those paintings you can really stare at for a long time and as i, said, I was having a chat about it the other day so i think that's why it's fresh <laughs> in my mind if i had them on the wall really people were like whoa bold choice um but i just think that it'd be nice to have a bit of art that you can keep seeing new things in every yeah. time you look at it so let's go big no one's chosen that before. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> a teenage girl about to be beheaded. Teenage girl's about to be killed. I mean, you know, it's... it's, it's yeah. that's Don't what, analyse that, what is What is life if that is not life? That's what life is. Terrific stuff. Uh, and now, you know, again, one of the absolute top guests we've ever had on Rahul He's someone who will not come out to do live gigs anymore. And we got him, I don't know if this is from the Glasgow one, or the London one, or the Edinburgh one. But... Uh, we got him in for that Glasgow gig with Fern Brady as his last live appearance, practically, I think. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. This is going to be a great answer. It's the phenomenal and unique, and I wish he would come and do some more books and do some more live shows and do some more telly. I'm sure he will. It's uh, Brian Limond, a.k.a. Limmy. If you could have any one item from any art gallery or museum in the world, so it can be just any artefact, any historical item, any piece of art... Any, like it can be a computer museum. What one item you could allow to take home and keep it? What would you like to have? Uh, Mona Lisa. Yeah. So, Straight pe- in. so people would then come and visit it and they'd have to pay to come in. See, <laughs> so for just the most popular one, yeah. that's it. I mean, or they think... get to get it and fucking burn it. Yeah. Burn it on my stream. Come watch the night at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Twitch.tv forward slash Lemmy. I'm burning the Mona Lisa. And I really am. Really well, anyway, it's kind of crazy. So many people go to see the Mona Lisa. They don't need all the other art in that gallery. They could have just a gallery for the Mona Lisa and charge people to go and see that, and they would do just as well. Right. They don't need all the... The Louvre should chuck out the other shit. Just is have it, that. Is it, do, you, is, do you say Mona Lisa or Lisa? Uh, Mona Lisa. Is it like Lisa Tarbot? <laughs> no, no. Mona Lisa, I think Mona Lisa. Lisa Stansfield. Lisa Stan, it's Mona Lisa Stanfield, I'd say. Is it? Mona Lisa, no, Mona, Li- Mona Lisa, Lisa, Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Yeah, I mean, we could spend a long time saying Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa. What? Mona the Lisa, fucking, Mona Lisa. the energy dipping out the fucking <laughs> head, right? I don't know, what do you think? <laughs> what's, on the, what's on the telly, anyway? <laughs> I think we do it for long enough. I think people will come back in. That's what I think. Well, they will, will, will. Come back and we'll talk about this in the fourth one. Okay. Yeah. Good, they didn't mind about the Monopoly chat in the end in the last one. You were worried about the Monopoly chat. I was chat. really worried about the Monopoly chat. It was very chat. interesting. It, it felt like... I mean, I can talk about Monopoly like fuck. And it's Me not too. even I'm a big Monopoly fan, but... Um, oh, no, is this is actually starting to talk about it right now. But it felt to me like I'd talked about it for about 20 fucking minutes. Yeah. Maybe even like three minutes, but... 
I felt like, fuck me, man. This is like like a good fucking twenty percent of the whole fucking episode. Yeah. It's about um, Monopoly, how you should go for the orange ones. Forget about the green ones. Yeah, definitely. Um, get all the orange ones and things like. like I'm doing it again. <laughs> fucking hell, man. So where were we? So yes. Yeah, so where was I before the orange? Yep. Um, yeah. You know, just some people, just funny all the time. Whatever they say, I just I've got tears running down my face. And another person who's like that, I and mean, again, someone I would never admit to their their actual face uh, that I thought this, but I love chatting to this guy. I love the fact that we've never had a bit of Les Square Theatre. It's always been at other locations. And, uh, you know, I like to think he's a good friend of mine, though I wouldn't go out and have a drink with him or anything. I don't go out with a drink with anyone. Anyway, let's have a listen. It's John Cairns. If you could have one item from any art gallery or museum in the world and take it home and own it as yours, but you're allowed to have one thing for free, what one item from any museum or art gallery in the world would you take home and have as yours? I've worked at, I've worked at two museums. Yeah? Uh, Did you fancy taking anything home with you? Which museums have you worked at? Uh, Natural at- History Museum. Okay. Big Dinosaur? Well, that's on tour. It's, what? <laughs> On tour, <laughs> the uh, Dippy, yeah. the Diplodocus. That's on tour. It's on tour. It's not in the main hall anymore. Okay. The Blue Whale's there now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I worked at the Science Museum. Okay. Yeah. In a replica, full-size replica of um, uh, Wallace and Gromit's house. Okay. <laughs> what we. <laughs> what were you? Huh? What were you in the in the house? What well, yeah, in two thousand and eight. Yeah, the uh, intellectual property office wanted to get more people uh, interested in if they had an idea, getting the IP on it. Yeah. So they spent two million pound building a full size replica of Wallace and Gromit's house. Yeah. Because he was a he was a, an inventor. Yeah. And then the idea is that kids came in and uh, learned about intellectual property. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was it just Ardman Was it Ardman suing them for building the house without getting permission? No, Ardman were there. I met okay. Nick Park. Okay, cool. And you know who I, I, I you know who I let him for free one day? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam I, the video reviewer from Live and Kicking. Raymond Briggs. Ooh. He came up to the desk. Yeah. And I love Raymond Briggs. Did he just an old bloke come up and say, I'm Raymond Briggs? <laughs> <laughs> and you went, oh, great, I love you. How do you know what Raymond Briggs looks like? Oh, I love him. Okay. Big fan. Yeah. Like, big fan. Okay. I traced, when I was uh, 12, yeah. I traced with a biro the entire Father Christmas book. <laughs> and then I bought a folder and like had it bound <laughs> <laughs> and then I showed my mum yeah. yeah, and she saw the first page and you know he says blooming Christmas yeah. she said why do you have to make him swear <laughs> so I tipexed out all the bloomings oh. Did Raymond Briggs turn up at the thing to have a go at you about the intellectual property theft? <laughs> <laughs> Did everyone just traces my books? 
doesn't matter. No, yeah, but yeah, I let him in. He was yeah. with his grandson. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, you go in. You go in. And they had the original sets. What were you doing in there? Huh? What were well, your, no, I got a kid. I'd speak to the kid. I'd, I'd speak to the kids. I'd About like, what? Uh, what role? Were you dressed up as Wallace? Was I tr- <laughs> what were you doing in Wallace and Gromit's house just as you? That's, you've got to dress up as something. You can't just be a bloke in there. Welcome to Wallace and Gromit's house. Where are Wallace and Gromit? Oh, they're out at the moment. Just <laughs> 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 fucking dress up as Gromit. What, on all fours? Yeah. Walking around. How would I speak to him? He doesn't you speak. You just raise your eyebrows in a quizzical manner. <laughs> To suggest <laughs> their questions were stupid. <laughs> e, e, I don't know. They had to come up with an idea. They had to yeah. draw an idea. Yeah. And then I'd pin it on a, uh, a kind of. Well, you, John Keynes, go, hello, I'm John Keynes. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no character at all. What character would I be? Just something that isn't just a bloke standing in a place he shouldn't be. What do you mean, shouldn't be? I you weren't there. You should be in Wallace and Gromit's <laughs> You should be in the Science Museum, but you shouldn't be allowed It's in, in the Science Museum. They didn't the build house. a house uh, like in the middle of a neighbourhood. Dress up as something. Huh? Dress up as something. Well, I had to wear black trousers and a red <laughs> polo top. Okay. With their faces emblazoned. Oh, okay. And it said, Wallace and Gromit's cracking ideas. And the idea was you got kids to come up with ideas... And then you pin them on a, uh, like a, a thing that went round the whole museum yeah. and they watched it and it was like, yeah, those ideas are going to Wallace. Was every idea, why didn't you get Wallace and Gromit to host this thing rather than this bloke? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bloke. Well, they had plasticine, there was the garden. Yeah. And there was green plasticine. The idea was that they could make little trees. So is that what you'd take from the science <laughs> museum? What would you take from the science museum if you could have had one? There's loads of things huh? in there. What would you oh, take was that the home? questions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What is a Gromit's house? There we go. <laughs> I'd take... There's loads of great things in the science museum. Yeah. Stevenson's rocket. Yeah, I'd take that home. Drive around in that. Imagine Drive around in that with your coffin. <laughs> be great how many old ladies would be shown off that way do you know uh, Stevenson's rocket yeah killed an MP I do William Huskinson yeah wow thank you bloody hell you didn't know that yeah <laughs> <laughs> have you got somewhere to be <laughs> he's the first, he's the first uh, casualty of uh, well obviously the... but he didn't go that fast I know he was just dicking around wasn't he <laughs> wasn't he dicking around just showing off to some girls go, look at me <laughs> I read. I read this rocket isn't that fast. It shouldn't be called. Oh fuck! That's what happened. Um, I didn't really. I read an interview with uh, Kilroy Silk. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise he was an MP. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I only knew him from the TV show. Yeah. And he said he wants to be buried at sea. Okay. He just wants to be tossed in the sea. <laughs> yeah. No good for my coffin. I can't sea? reuse that coffin. It's gone. I'm with it. You'd be like James Cameron going down to try and get it. <laughs> Osama bin Laden was buried at sea, wasn't he, as well? Was he? Yeah. 
Just saying. <laughs> Robert Kilroy Silk wants to be back with him under the waves. <laughs> <laughs> Reunited. Leonardo DiCaprio was buried at sea, wasn't he? Robert Kilroy Silk. Osama bin Laden and Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. just, you know, in a lie. Reunited in death. Loads of people must have been buried at sea. Yeah. You. John Cairns, the 95-year-old veteran, probably buried at sea. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, man, I don't really listen to this podcast. Is it always this funny? It's so good. I'm really laughing. The host is brilliant, particularly. I, I, I sort of listen sometimes when I listen back to these and go, am I still as funny as that? Have I lost something? Along the way, has the show become too respectful of its guests? Nah, it's fine. I'm still... I'm still funny. I am. Please believe me. Anyway, look, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, And I will keep asking that question because it uh, gets some interesting answers and then leads us off into who knows where. Uh, John Cairns, what a... I mean, just some absolutely phenomenal guests there on this week's and this month's compilation as well. So well done to Ben Evans for finding all of that stuff. Well done to Catherine McKeegan for making it easy to find those things by having a beautiful website where she catalogues everything. Thank you also, of course, to Chris Evans, not that one, maybe for producing Ben Evans, who I think is going to be the talented one in that family, just as my children are going to be the talented ones in my family. But the next generation of the Evanses and the Herrings are going to do something amazing. I can tell you that right now. Um, Have a lovely... uh, Christmas or New Year, depending when this goes out. Uh, We'll be back next month uh, with another one of these if we can find another question with enough answers. See ya. Thanks a lot. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 
Thanks again for listening to the podcast. RichardHerring.com slash ballback slash tour or RichardHerring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. GoFasterStripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out. <laughs>